Welcome to A to Z Sports Primetime from the Palatial Rising Estates. We're happy to have you here for another episode. We are proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at uh, the Law Offices of Amanda J. Gentry. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go wherever justice demands. She is there to serve you to protect your constitutional rights. Go to AmandaJGentry.com. And of course, True Math Fitness in the Gulch. I've just had a massive Italian dinner, the place that I need to be on Thursday morning for my personal training session is True Math Fitness in the Gulch. You can get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at truemathfitness.com. This is going to be, I, I don't know if we're going to even be able to do the show correctly because normally it tells me how much time we've been live on the air uh, or live on the internet so far, and I don't even have my timer tonight. So we're uh, it's, it's straight up uh, Bill O'Reilly, bleep it, we'll do it live. So we will uh, we'll talk about the kicking situation now, and you'll hear from Badgley here in just a moment. But he is a uh, he is somebody he is somebody who has been here before, and a and a player who is not necessarily a reliable option in the kicking game, as was evidenced today at practice. So they we get out there on the practice field. Of course, I'm out there to do the radio show. I'll be out there tomorrow. We had Arden Key on the on the radio show today, who was really really good. Uh, I'm sure you'll see clips of that on social media tomorrow. But Arden, uh, or or rather in the middle of practice, about five minutes into practice, we get a notification. And it's a notification. It's an email from the team, even though all the PR staff is already out on the field. All the players are already out on the field. And I'm sitting there looking at my email being like, the hell just happened here? So they cut both kickers the morning before practice. They did not announce the transaction until the entire team was out there on the field. So looking at the uh, looking at the kicking situation, I'm now looking at looking at my email saying, "Oh shit, they got rid of Shudak." Now it's telling me I'm live. How bizarre is that? It's telling me that I'm 7:30 in, 33 into the show now and 116 of you are watching live across the various platforms. How strange the fact that it just told me that that live notification went off. Anyway, so we're out there on the practice field and I'm sitting there looking at it, I'm like Son of a son of a gun! Uh, the the damn the kickers aren't out here. They waved both of them and brought Badgley all in. Brought Badgley in all in the span of this morning. Told those kickers to get the hell out of here and said Michael Badgley will try it again. Uh, Sean Gill says they kind of did them dirty. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way if you want to. I don't think so. Like they weren't good. Right. And not Badgley's. I don't know that Badgley is better. In fact, I have my doubts that Badgley will be better, but at least he's got NFL experience. The other two did not. You have mistakes like kicking it out of bounds on a kickoff if you're Shudak. You have issues with reading wind direction in Chicago if you're Wolf. They're, they're just there. I never thought that they were going to be the kicking solution. In fact, I think I've expressed that to you guys before that I didn't think the kicker was on uh, the current, the, the 2023 kicker was yet on the roster. And you saw the team echo those sentiments today. Did they do them dirty? No. I mean, they could have done their jobs better and they could have had a job secured and they ultimately did not. Whether you think that's fair the way that it happened, you know, I guess that's a matter of opinion, but that's the way that the business of football works. So um, then there's Badgley himself. And I want to ask you this question because I'll, I'll tell you what he was, what he got done at practice today or, more importantly, what he didn't get done. And we'll uh, we'll talk about that together 
right after I remind you. Well, I'm going to ask you your level of concern. Let's do that, your Two Rivers Ford take. Your level of concern uh, uh, about the Titans kicking situation. We'll talk at length together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. I'm a customer of Two Rivers Ford. DeAndre Hopkins, Coach Dave McGinnis, Ramon Foster, Don Davenport. We're all a part of the Two Rivers Ford team. That's because they're the best. They're the best car buying experience out there. They're the place that you need to go for your next new or pre-owned, certified pre-owned vehicle. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, powered by Ford, driven by people. So looking at the uh, looking at the kicking situation, they do the two for one, right? They get Shudak and Wolf out. They bring in uh, they bring in Michael Badgley. Now Michael Badgley was here previously, and and that was not an overwhelmingly successful experiment. But then we're watching Michael Badgley at practice today, and he didn't get off to a great start. Now he ultimately ended uh, ended making a forty nine yard field goal. Uh, at the end of practice, and that's how practice ended about 10 minutes early. But he was 7 of 10, uh, made from 29, 41, 47, 33, 38, 33, and another 33-yarder. He had misses from 33, 43, and 48. Also missed a 44-yard field goal at the end of a two-minute period, which was particularly egregious because the offense, they split it up today. Today's practice was an inter-squad scrimmage, so they had uh, drafted teams, um, like, for example, Jeff Simmons, Danico Autry, and Malik Willis were on the blue team. Derrick Henry on the blue team. Ryan Tannehill, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Chiga Conquo, and uh, Rashad Weaver on the white team, right? They split them up that way. They had a draft. They had Stretch and Terrell Williams coach the blue and white teams, respectively. And, uh, and they had each blue and white team replicate the same scenarios, particularly in the two-minute offense. And this is where Badgley's miss was so bad, or why it was so bad. It's Ryan Tannehill and the white team offense working down the field in the two minute. And they get to they get to uh, a place where they're inside of 50 yards for a field goal make, right? So if you if you're gonna be a kicker in the league, you need to be spot on. The best the the place that you need to be the most accurate from is between 40 and 49. That's the money zone, right? So they get a 44-yard field goal opportunity. Ryan Tannehill gets them in position, spikes the ball. on the clock. He gets it just in time to spike the ball and set up the field goal. And the field goal from 44 yards with Michael Badgley, the new kicker, goes wide right, right? It's a terrible miss. It's reminiscent of the Giants game in the season opener where they get down the field. Kyle Phillips makes a great play, gets out of bounds. They have the opportunity to make a field goal. I think that one was from, it it was inside of 50 yards too. I think it might've been a 48-yard attempt for Randy Bullock that he missed, but it was shades of that. And Badgley ultimately goes wide right with it. And everybody is just shaking their head uh, on the sidelines. It was a really, really, uh, a really unpleasant experience for Michael Badgley today. Four missed kicks in a practice is horrendous. The Titans need to consider and will continue to consider other kicking options. I Again, I don't think you know, unless they're super desperate, I don't think that Badgley is going to be the kicker for this team uh, for the bulk of 2023 either. If today was any indication, um, this this guy is not long for this roster. But we asked him uh, today after practice. We talked to Michael Badgley today after practice, and, you know, he didn't seem to be as concerned as everybody else was with the fact that 
he went out there and missed four kicks on his first day. Uh, you know, it's uh, part of the job. So it's, you know, you get a call, come into Tennessee, do a physical, and here we are practicing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, been a crazy summer, but, you know, it's not a, it's not really going to get to me. I feel all right. No excuses, just uh, got to make the kicks, but I'm not really going to sweat it over practice. All right. I mean, still, uh, you know, it's just practice, figuring some stuff out, and then just getting ready to play against New England, make some kicks. How much? Um, you know, I, I knew Morgan just from that one stint, but that's, uh, you know, really about it. I mean, a lot of the same coaches, too, so um, still just, you know, got to go back around the uh, the building and say hello to Sure, naturally, um, but, you know, these guys are so good at what they do already. You don't want to change up too much, but, yeah, just getting to know them and, and figuring stuff out from there. Uh, you know, it's just part of the job, I guess. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm confident in my ability, so I guess it's just up to the uh, the teams to figure out what, you know, what they want to do. Yeah, got in last night, and then here we are. Pretty nonchalant uh, for a dude who just went out there and had a very underwhelming day of practice. Um, he has one job, to make the kicks. He missed four, and one of them in a critical two-minute situation. You know, Mike Vrabel didn't really have much to say about it, uh, you know, other than the expectation of all the kickers that we bring in here is that they make the kicks that we asked them to make. And he did not. He was, he was, uh, let's see, he was, he was six. Let me, let me do the math really quickly because Jimmy did a good job. Jimmy Wyatt did a good job of tracking all these. So he was seven of 10 in a kicking period and then missed another one. So he was then seven of 11, made two more kicks. Nine, uh, nine of 13 on the day. So not an ideal situation. Nine of 13 in total and was, like I said, pretty nonchalant. You, you saw it the, uh, for yourselves about uh, how it is that he carried himself. Uh, a to Z Sports Primetime is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. Uh, the fact, the thing that I came away with that really bothered me the most, and I'm, I'm going to play the clip again for you because there's a couple of different things. It's a short thing, and it's courtesy of Jimmy Wyatt, who tweeted out the uh, the compilation of his answers. S- tell me if you notice or point out as you hear this again what you think is the most problematic part of these responses. Uh, you know, it's uh, part of the job. So it's, you know, you get a call come into Tennessee, do a physical, and here we are practicing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, been a crazy summer, but, you know, it's not a, it's not really going to get to me. I feel all right. No excuses, just uh, got to make the kicks, but I'm not really going to sweat it over practice. All right. I mean, still, uh, you know, it's just practice, figuring some stuff out, and then just getting ready to play against New England, make some kicks. Um, you know, I, I knew Morgan just from that one stint, but that's, uh, you know, really about it. I mean, a lot of the same coaches, too, so um, still just, you know, got to go back around the, uh, the building and say hello to Sure, naturally, um, but, you know, these guys are so good at what they do already. You don't want to change up too much, but, yeah, just getting to know them and, and figuring stuff out from there. Uh, you know, it's just part of the job, I guess. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm confident in my ability, so I guess it's just up to the uh, the teams to figure out what, you know, what they want. Um, yeah, got in last night, and then here we are. It's the fact that he says it's in practice. I'm not going to sweat it. 
bud, you're a free agent. You've got an opportunity to win a kicking job. You're not somebody who's like, there's been no evidence that you deserve or that you have any kind of benefit of the doubt based on your NFL career. What do you mean you're not going to take it seriously in practice? You're not going to sweat it in practice. I don't want to misquote him, but it's the fact that he's he's super dismissive of the fact that he just went out there and, you know, maybe shit the bed is pretty strong, but it was not by any means a performance that would indicate that that person deserves to keep his job. And the fact that he defers to it's uh, it's incumbent upon the teams, like he's saying, I'm confident in my abilities. It's just depends on how the teams want to figure it out. No, you were nine of 13 on the day on your first day. You're only, you're the only kicker here. It's your job. If you can just be competent and nine of 13 is not incompetent, but it sure as hell not good. And again, the most egregious part of that was the miss in the two minute, because that's, that's as real as it gets. They have officials out there. They execute the two minute drill as an offense exceptionally might be too strong a word, but they do it efficiently. They do it effectively. They get the 44 yard field goal set up. And he just goes wide right with it, and you're not sweating it because it's practice? I don't know that he's an arrogant guy. I don't know Michael Badgley. He wasn't here long enough the first time for me to get to know him in any kind of meaningful way. I don't anticipate him being here for much longer if that's the way that he's going to carry himself, and much less if that's the way that he's going to produce. It's one thing to carry yourself that way. It's another thing to do it with no grounds for, for that kind of attitude. And I would say that it was a pretty bad look uh, from Michael Badgley today on the field and off. Um, But let's talk about new additions that do matter. Who's your favorite new addition on the Titans roster so far now that we are almost through the preseason, one more preseason game to go. We will talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands, that's where they go to protect you, to protect your constitutional rights. Some of us, and myself included, are not as familiar with our constitutional rights as we probably should be. It can be easy to be taken advantage of if you are not prepared. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry are there for exactly that reason, to make sure that you are buttoned up on your constitutional protections and to make sure that you are not being taken advantage of. They have practiced in Tennessee family and criminal courts in 35 counties in this state. So you know they mean it when they say wherever justice demands. AmandaJGentry.com is where you go to find out about Amanda, her legal team, and all of the different ways that they can serve you. So as you look at new additions, Michael Badgley, I can't imagine, is going to be high on the list. Who is your favorite new addition to this roster? Because it feels like We've had some time. You've seen some different pieces and parts. There's a lot of new different pieces and parts on this roster. And, uh, and uh, you know, I think there's a lot of different answers that you could go with here. Frankie Parker Jr. says, uh, did I hear that a Titans player ho- player's house blew up? Yeah, that happened to uh, Caleb Farley. And, you know, it's not, there's no way for me to really talk about it like I can't, I can't advance the story other than the details that are out there a horrendous horrendous situation and my heart breaks for him um my uh Caleb Farley his home uh in North Carolina blew up uh, and that's not that's not hyperbole it it blew up uh his father uh lost his life in the incident 
There was another person injured. They were both living in the home while Farley is here in Tennessee uh, and has been here in Tennessee uh, rehabbing and trying to get himself available and ready to play. The reporting around it appears to be a water heater incident, but the the house, it's almost 7,000 square foot, and the the videos and pictures of it are insane. It is completely leveled. Um, so Caleb Farley at, at 23 or 24 years old has now lost both of his parents. And, uh, you know, there was no, I'm not going to make a segment out of that. There's no way for me to advance the story other than to say, I mean, my, my heart is, is broken for that dude. Um, I cannot even begin to imagine uh, for any of us who have lost a parent. I mean, for those of you guys who have been here long, long enough with me, when my dad passed in 2019, it was a very, very emotional situation. And that was something that we knew was coming. He had been sick for a long, long time. Not something as tragic as what happened to Caleb Farley's father here. Uh, so to lose both parents, his mother to cancer uh, several years previously, and, and now his father, I, I just, I can't even begin to imagine uh, what's what's going through that that person's mind and 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 just, you know, awful, awful circumstance. So... Uh, Mike Vrabel, you know, spoke on it today, said the details aren't important. It's just that we're going to do everything that we can to support him because this is obviously an incredibly difficult time. And, uh, yeah, to, to be without both parents in that situation is, um, just, just tragic. Anyway, uh, no way for me to gracefully transition in, uh, from that into more Titans roster talk, but you guys, I think you guys will understand why why we wouldn't spend more time on it other than to to pass on our 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 thoughts and and uh concern for Caleb Farley and to uh you know um, obviously uh be thinking about him and his family at uh just a completely crushing time anyway so new additions on the roster uh here in Tennessee in 2023 so you've got a fun rookie class looks like You've got all. You've got a uh, a wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins, who you know figures to be a a major impact player here. You've got some interesting additions on the defense, including Arden Key, who was fun on the radio show. Arden's going to be a great interview. It feels like every time you talk to him, and I thought that he, uh, I thought you could really, you know, you can tell that anytime you see video of Arden Key out there. But I thought he was uh, particularly enjoyable today on the radio show. So I'd invite all of you to check out that interview. But uh, the new, the favorite new addition for you guys as individuals on this roster, who would you select on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch? Jojo Grateful says Spears. Karen O'Keefe is a an Arden Key fan. A lot of love for Spears in the comment section. Billy Jones says the right or the left guard. Peter Skaronsky. Chris Atkins taking DeAndre Hopkins. I think that you could do a lot worse, certainly. Then picking DeAndre Hopkins, Spears, haven't seen D-Hop yet, says Eric Alonzo. And, you know, that makes sense. I, I can promise you that DeAndre Hopkins is as advertised. And uh, while there is, uh, while there's a lot to like about the, uh, while there's a lot to like about the situation for the Titans right now, I think DeAndre Hopkins, as the biggest and most important addition, continues to impress. Today at practice, he was exceptional. Uh, he's had a great camp. He continues to practice almost on a daily basis Had a really nice deep reception, uh, down the sideline earlier. He had a, uh, a deep ball from Tannehill that ended up being a touchdown. 
Uh, a lot of offensive players getting involved today in the scrimmage. Um, worth noting that Will Levis was out there, was not practicing. He Well, he was going through parts and pieces of practice, but he didn't do it with pads on. He was just out there in, in his warm-ups, basically. So thought that was interesting, that he is healthy enough to be out there on the field, but not healthy enough to go through practice and, and be in pads. So a situation to monitor right now with Will Levis. But DeAndre Hopkins continues to be, uh, you know, a phenomenon, I don't think is is too uh, too far beyond the pale. So I, you know, I think you could go a variety of different uh, variety of different options. Johnny Wright says Justin Murray. So Justin Murray had a really nice outing in the preseason game. He's a depth tackle that this team acquired off the waiver wire. Uh, I think that uh, I think that you know I don't necessarily know that he's going to find his way into the starting offensive line group, but he was he has impressed the coaching staff enough in his short time here to earn additional opportunities. He was the backup left tackle today. And and recently that's been Jalen Duncan's role curator on YouTube says, Buck, is it different seeing D hop play in person than on TV? Uh, well, I've seen him, you know, I've seen him play. I've seen him practice now several times because they did joint camp here a couple of years ago. And I was obviously at that. I think that was last year with the Cardinals. Um, Titans obviously opened up with Arizona in 2021. I was at that game and covering that game. I saw DeAndre Hopkins play in person. I've obviously seen a bunch of DeAndre Hopkins games against the Titans when he was with the Texans. So, uh, you know, is it, is it different to see him play in person than on TV? The vast majority, I don't know that I would be able to accurately answer that question for you because the vast majority of DeAndre Hopkins that I've watched has been in person. Um, this is my seventh year covering the Titans. He's been in the AFC South for the bulk of that. And almost every DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, I've seen D D hop obviously prior to uh, Hopkins was in the league when I was still in college, uh, first couple of years anyway. But I, I mean, basically Hopkins entire career, I've been a working NFL reporter. So I've seen way more of him in person than I have on TV. Um, so I don't know that I could accurately answer that question for you. Uh, a lot of you guys lobbying for Robbie Gold as the kicker. Um, well, right now it's uh, right now it's Michael Badgley, even though he seems fairly dismissive about the idea. Uh, speaking of being dismissive, we've got a gone viral video for you, and I know that not all Titans fans are Vols fans, but I feel like a fair amount of you uh, have a a cross uh, cross fan base allegiance. So, for those of you who are Vols fans, in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Name a random Vols quarterback. Just name a random Vols quarterback. See if you can come up with the most random name. Uh, I'd be interested to see some of your responses because Vols fans have incredible callback ability. They have incredible recall ability. But one of the calls that I got on the radio show, not today, but yesterday, made me laugh out loud. We're going to play that for you here in just a second. Right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMav Fitness, a new way to work out for the new you. The best version of you is what TrueMath Fitness will achieve with you together with their coaching staff, their exceptional facility, conveniently located in downtown Nashville. Group workout classes are awesome. I'm a personal training person myself, just works better with my schedule. And of course, their membership options always allow for you to use their open gym as you please. TrueMath Fitness is the best place to get the best workout in Middle Tennessee, go to TrueMathFitness.com and get your first workout free to try it yourself today. 
So name a random Vols quarterback. Tyler Brace is Mr. Jones. Hendon Hooker, not a random one. Peyton Manning, also not random. Casey Clawson, not terribly random. Jarrett Garantano says Amar. More random, definitely, but more recent. I think Jim Bob Cooter, a good nominee. A lot of Peyton Mannings, a lot of Peyton Mannings, a lot of Peyton Mannings, understandably so. Well, there was one that came up on the radio show today, two that came up on the radio show, or excuse me, yesterday, that I thought were laugh-out-loud funny. It's the reason why I bring up the names of random Vols quarterbacks, because I could not, I was completely lost for a second trying to figure out where this caller, Al in Nashville, was trying to take me with his call. What happened to Tony Robinson? Is he still around in the equation? Tony Robinson? Yeah, the former UT quarterback. Lucas? I in, in what context, Al? What, what do you mean? Is he still with the Titans? Is he still under consideration as a quarterback there? Are, are you talking? You're not talking about Josh Dobbs. Maybe I am talking about Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> no, he's he's he signed with the Browns this offseason. He's he's not he's not here anymore. All right, thanks. Okay. Tony Robinson. How far back do you have to go for Tony Robinson? Is fifty nine years old. Okay. <laughs> I thought he meant like living. Like is he still alive at fifty nine? So he meant Josh Dobbs, but said Tony Robinson? Yeah. Who was an all SEC quarterback in nineteen eighty four? 59-year-old Tony Robinson is who Alan Nashville got Josh Dobbs mixed up with. Uh, it made me laugh out loud. I thought it was hilarious. I appreciate Alan Nashville. I love all the people that call into the radio show, but that was a trip. To get Josh Dobbs and Tony Robinson mixed up. Uh, I, Dobbs, uh, I posted that clip on Instagram. Dobbs responded and says, it's, it happens more often than you'd think. And I would say that unless Dobbs has gone full Benjamin Button on us and is aging in reverse, don't think him and Tony Robinson probably look terribly alike. <laughs> Puka says, was he still alive at 59? Well, I mean, that would have been my guess, right? Like, why are you asking me about Tony Robinson other than, you know, Tony Robinson's got, I mean, 60 years old is not young. Like, I'm not saying that people die at 60. I, I obviously understand that people, uh, that people, live into their 70s and 80s and and 90s potentially. I know Sister Jean just turned like 104. But yeah, Tony Robinson is a throwback. (laughs) Like, would would you not assume that they're asking more about like Tony Robinson, is he still around as opposed to Tony Robinson, is he involved in the 2023 Titans quarterback competition? You could, I think, understand my my confusion there. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. Here on the Primetime Show, we always appreciate you guys spending your time with us. Always enjoy uh, your comments and your commentary throughout the course of the evening. Radio show tomorrow. It's our last day at Titans training camp. They will have uh, a walkthrough practice on Thursday, and then Friday we'll be ready to rock for this game. It'll be great. Uh, It'll be a, a, a home game at Nissan Stadium. I'll obviously be there. I imagine that a good amount of you guys will be there as well. Always look forward to seeing you. I saw a lot of people who uh, listen to the radio show and watch the primetime show at the practice today. I imagine some of you will be there tomorrow as well. So we'll look forward to uh, cashing up with you guys there, if not Saturday. And Aziz Alshair, the new inside linebacker, starting inside linebacker, will be on the radio show at about 1130. So you can look forward to that. 
Uh, Eric Alonzo says, how old am I? I am 30 years old as of last month. In fact, I've been 30 years old for a month and two days officially. I uh, turned 30 on July the 20th. So, uh, you know, still, uh, still I'm getting older every day for certain, but, uh, still hanging on to that last gasp of youth, I guess at 30. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. Have a great rest of your evening radio show at 10 a.m. on 104.5 The Zone. And if I don't catch you there, I'll catch you tomorrow night on primetime. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.